Welcome back to Rome, boys. We're still roaming away from home. We're still in Michigan, and we're with John Hale. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Travel. Morning. Yes, Morning. Yeah. Tell us about yourself and yeah. Well, first, welcome to Michigan. Yeah, yeah thank really you. Grateful to have you. Great Hope you've enjoyed a little reprieve oh, from the summer heat in Texas. That's oh, for sure. That's been awesome. Yeah. It's like winter here for you. Yeah, it yeah. is. A little rain. Yeah. Today's high is like 73. At home, it's 100. <laughs> okay, enough with this. Do we have yeah. to go back? <laughs> hey, you're welcome anytime. Yeah. Glad to have thank you. you. Thanks. Well, thanks yeah, for being here. I'm delighted. I'm um, married. And for 20, going on 27 years. Praise God. And you all met Kristen, mm -hmm. love of my life. Yeah. And we have five children who also awesome. were able to meet you yeah. last night. Yeah. Awesome Ages, uh, we had five kids in seven, uh, seven years. So our oldest is 24 and our youngest is going to be 17 mm. next month. Wow. So they're close. Yeah, we're getting close, <laughs> we're getting very close. Um, and then our oldest son is getting married. Here in a few days. Oh, congratulations. So, Father Ricardo you. is celebrating. Father Ricardo. Uh, so um, Mary's uh, uncle is a priest, okay. and he will celebrate, and Father John will give the homily. Okay. And so we have oh, a few priests. Super Catholic yeah. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Privileged to have a few great priest friends who are going to celebrate with us and mm -hmm. anoint them and yes. bring them closer to God through the sacrament of marriage. Amen. So, John, you're real good at being humble, and all of a sudden you drop a nugget on me and where it's like, oh, yeah, I was just hanging out, you know, with the Pope or somebody. Come on, <laughs> be real. <laughs> so, uh, you, you, uh, you run, uh, well, I'm sure it runs you sometimes, but corporate travel? Yes, together with uh, my brother-in-law, David DeFranco, yeah. who you all know. Um, my father-in-law, David's dad, and my wife's dad started okay. our company almost 60 years ago. Wow. Amazing oh, wow. man. He was a teacher. And uh, was uh, you know first uh, generation from Italy, mm. and had the opportunity to go to Italy when he was young with his parents a few times by steamship. Oh, oh wow! Uh, but kind of ushered in the um, the the jet age really, and began tours for students, and he began chartering planes, mm. and this is in the you know 1965 started, and then just kind of grew and grew to the point where he had to leave teaching and okay. did this full time. Wow. And then I practiced law for eight years. My brother-in-law, David, the CPA, he was a, a consultant with Deloitte and & Touche. Mm -hmm. And we had done a few, you know, we kind of have the entrepreneurial bug. Yeah. We'd done mm -hmm. a few things together. And, you know, my father-in-law said, hey, would you, would you like, you know, consider? You both really like business. You like to travel. Yeah. You know, like experiences. Would you consider this? And, you know, it, it's, it, you have to discern that. It took some time, <laughs> and yeah. like all things, it take a little bit of overcoming pride, like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, well, yeah. people think I couldn't cut it as an attorney, yeah. or that I, you know, wasn't good enough, or this was my only option. I had to go work my for... My father-in-law had to bail me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that was a concern. And yeah. then also, you know, I loved my father and mother-in-law, and I loved my brother-in-law David and his family, and I didn't want anything to... Yeah, doing business with family yeah, was challenging. Sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. so those were real concerns, and praise be God, because um, of their good nature, we've had really great a great run. So we started working in the late '90s here, and um, kind of together started a music business where we organized tours for bands, orchestras, choirs. That led us to. You begin. didn't start a band. You guys weren't <laughs> no, in a garage. No, 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 no we can't say. Is that a band? Are you in a band? No, I'm not in a band. Yeah, we definitely time. can't sing. No, no, you I've had hymn books taken away from me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. 
Make um, a joyful noise, right? <laughs> I've been asked to hum, <laughs> even then. Um, but really, that led then to we said, well, we could organize concerts. So we started renting like Carnegie Hall, mm. um, Sydney Opera House. We did a series wow. three years, and then we, the people would buy a travel package from us. We would put together what we called a festival chorus. You know, three, four hundred singers from mm. about wow. ten to twenty choirs, and then sounds like herding cats. Well, <laughs> can be, but you know, with five kids, I was getting used to that. <laughs> and we have uh, entertainers or you know artists. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the artists we've spoken about, and we started producing sacred music concerts. So awesome. we felt like you know a lot of these venues throughout the world are used for all kinds of purposes yeah. and our idea was let's make sure we keep the sacred in those spaces like mm -hmm. St. Paul went to the Areopagus sure. and he yeah. brought the voice of Christ to that place yeah. and through sacred music we have been able to bring the gift of um, sacred music to those venues mm -hmm. and uh, it's been a great privilege and then very quickly we learned that okay you're, you're organizing a, a choir tour for St. Fabian's Church and then Father comes along well, now it's a pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So almost immediately we said, we have to understand pilgrimage. And then when we started doing those pilgrimages, you know, David and I thought, this is great. I mean, this is beautiful. But then you have to really get serious because a lot of places in Europe, you know, the faith is waning, mm -hmm. it's difficult. And we quickly saw that you could actually do more damage to faith if you're taking people to Rome and, you know, they're rolling their eyes about Peter's tomb or yeah. giving crazy theology, you know, yeah, all right. kinds of things can happen. Yes. So. So the local guides and such, possibly. Local mm -hmm. guides, yeah. you know, your tour managers, yeah. and the staff. Um, so, so there had to be a lot of vetting process of who you hire. Yeah, there still is. And it's always, <laughs> still it's, is. Still, it's, a, it's a challenge. Was know. there, uh, as you mentioned, kind of the spirit of, of really understanding pilgrimage? I, I respect you for that because you want to keep it the holy thing that it is. Was there a book or something that you kind of picked up and like, oh, this is it? This is the spirit of pilgrim. I think it's more what I just witnessed anecdotally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and over time, you know, I sort of had these assumptions that, hey, if you're going to commit the, the time and the money to go on a pilgrimage, you're probably pretty long, far along in your faith, mm -hmm. and this yeah, is going to be sure. something of interest. And I think for the majority that is true. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't see, and I think was a surprise early on, were how many people were there. They didn't know. Some of them were there because a spouse literally dragged them. Mm. Mm. But, a, but there were a fair number of people who were just like, I just saw this somewhere. I was flipping radio stations, or mm -hmm. I, and I, that, and that started kind of weighing in my mind, thinking, okay, well, we have to be somewhat intentional here mm. about it. And then that, you know, led me to, always to think about pilgrimage and why it works and how it works and you know kind of deconstruct it so a bit. more from experience than you do from a book. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, Maybe I'm now. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now might be a good uh, uh, point to uh, or a good moment uh, in this conversation to talk about your four points of pilgrimage. Yeah you know kind of why they work. Um, yeah. Why I believe that they work and <laughs> in, in, in what I've witnessed and I think yeah. The first is that um, breaking away with our routines, you know, just so like you good. being here. Yeah. You know, I hope it's not been uncomfortable, no. but, it, but, but there is yeah. a discomfort in the sense you had to wake up early yesterday, mm. you flew, that's never. You're not in your normal routine. And you're not in your normal routine. And our normal routine, while some of it can be good, some of it can be bad, all of it is, uh, can be a crutch. And mm. I think mm. it just is, it's our, this is what I do, and mm. this is where I'm comfortable. Right. So what happens when you're not in your routine? 
you're not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And some of it's subtle, some of it's not subtle. So no matter how many times any of us go overseas, you're, it's disorienting, you know, no matter how many sure. times I've heard Italian and, you know, even though a bit of here and there can understand, it's still, I'm off balance. The food is fantastic, but it's not what I'm eating at home. We're going to go have yeah. burgers for lunch, yeah. you know, that's right. what you do in, yeah. in Detroit, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so all of those things put us off balance. And yeah. to me, that is the key for the next three points. That first point is your heart is a little more supple. It's a little more open mm -hmm. because you don't have the what I'm clinging to. You my can't grasp. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you, you go to grasp and it's like, oh, I don't have control. I mean, mm -hmm. we've got... Oh, uh, yeah. So the second is then uh, the, the sacraments can penetrate a little more deeply. So mm -hmm. we have daily mass, have opportunity for confession, you know, on pilgrimages. But it's not like going to weekly mass at home. A lot of us, you know, go to weekly mass, but... You know, it's it's a habit, it's mm -hmm. habitual, and now you're in a different venue, different place, and you've already because of the first condition, you're mm -hmm. already a little more open, and mm -hmm. you, you you see with new spiritual eyes mm -hmm. and experience it spiritually. So, that's number two um, is the profound effect that the sacraments can have on that pilgrimage. The third are the witness of the saints. I mean, you're there. God became human. He, you know, you go to the Holy Land. He used mud mm -hmm. and spit <laughs> to mm -hmm. heal. Yeah. I mean, he used the, the earth. These are places that have been made yeah. holy. holy. Yeah. And Indeed. so they've been made holy by Christ, um, by his mother, blessed mother, by his saints, by, by holy people. Yeah. And so, and, and I always say, you know, God's fingerprint is everywhere I've always been. And uh -huh. you can see it among, yeah. you know, saints who have been claimed yeah. saints and, and people who yet to be, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the witness of the people, you saw it in Rome, mm -hmm. you know, when you were there. St. Padre Pio, oh, St. Yeah, Francis, yeah. St. Mm -hmm. Clair, yeah. St. Peter, mm -hmm. St. Paul. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> almost overwhelming. Yeah. It, it but, is. But mm -hmm. their witness, I mean, so you're there in that place. And mm -hmm. now you know this happened. This isn't something I just read. This is, it's been documented, yeah. you know. Beatrice was is you know is here yeah. yes in, yes. in the scavi yes. I mean right. first century graffiti yeah. you know that what the church took by um, teaching mm -hmm. yeah. now to be true yeah. confirmed by archaeology yes indeed so you can get a little bit from a book uh, certainly or watching a video but until you're there that's when it's yeah. it, 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 it yeah, definitely you have to see it in person mm -hmm. we're walking yeah. through basically God's all-star team yeah yeah you go <laughs> I mean, here's all these heavy hitters yeah. 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 just keep up with the baseball references mm -hmm. <laughs> they're there and yeah and then the fourth point would be the community so I've really come to believe, and, and our Archbishop, who's amazing here, Archbishop Vigneron, mm -hmm. opened, you know, since he's been here, in, since 2009, most gatherings, he'll say, the Holy Spirit has called us together. And, you mm. know, I would hear that and hear that, and, you know, I'd think about it, meditate about it, and thought, well, if the Holy Spirit called us here, mm. then we better be intentional about it. You know, mm -hmm. I, why am I here? You know, who is here to be a witness to me? Who is God maybe asking me to be a witness to mm -hmm. this evening, this day, this night? And I'm convinced that the Holy Spirit calls who is supposed to be on that pilgrimage together. So we really try. It doesn't matter how many people are on that pilgrimage. If it's, you know, 10, 15, I mean, whatever it is, well, we respect it. Mm -hmm. And we try to make it work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you plan. Yeah. We did a pilgrimage years ago for Archbishop Winsky when he became the... Um, 
ordinary of Miami, and we thought it was short timing. It was he was going to Rome to get his pallium on the feast of Saints Peter and Paul. Mm. I thought, well, you know, 30, 40 people, and you know, I begged his team to cut it off at 300. <sighs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I said, oh, this is you just don't you don't know, but that's who the Holy Spirit called, yeah. and and it was a fantastic experience. <laughs> so I begged him to cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you know it, yeah. it was very, sh you know, he was named Archbishop maybe like in April. Yeah. By the time we had everything put together, it's May, and that's it goes so in June. So mm -hmm. yeah, Love you gotta move. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. move. So yeah. no, that's that's a great flow. pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We works. got to experience it. Uh, yeah, 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 I agree. Right, to hear you say that message and, and me hearing it for the first time, and we're in Rome, my first time in Rome, you know, mm -hmm. I was hearing the title Rome Sweet Home, and then you're, you're breaking it down for everyone, and I get to uh, hear it as well, straight from you, straight from yes. your mouth about the four points. And it's like, mm -hmm. yes, the mission. yes, mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. yes, wow. absolutely. Praise God. I mean, it's sort of like we had the opportunity to visit Father John Ricardo last night. Yes. Yeah. You know how he. We had five minutes, and five minutes was the longest five minutes. <laughs> oh my he deconstructed, yeah, you know, yeah. The, the plan. And, and, you know, a lot of, and he's obviously super bright. But, I mean, there's a lot that you learn from observing. And mm -hmm. I think that we've been able, we've had the privilege to observe and serve so many people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's just been a great gift. Several years ago, I was in Rome. It was, um, we did a pro life, uh, it was a pro life pilgrimage. Hmm. And it was in 2013. And the, Holy Father had a particular audience for Life Day. Mm -hmm. It was in June. And we had, again, maybe three or 400 people. And I, I just happened to be in Rome, and so I went to a couple of the dinners. And so I sat down at a table like this, and older gentleman to my left, and said, oh, you know, how was your day? He didn't know I had any connection with the pilgrimage, mm. other than I was just another pilgrim sitting down to dinner. And he said, got very sober, and he said, best day of my life. <laughs> wow. I said, oh, wow, you know, yeah. tell, tell me more. And he said, well, it's the first time I've been to confession and mass in over 40 years. Oh, my goodness. And again, you know, like, even though I know this is several years into it, I'm thinking, why are you here? Yeah. How did you get here? Yeah, yeah. Well, said, right. This you picked quite a place to, you know. Mm. And he said uh, his wife was devout and she passed away. And oh. her dying wish mm. was that he not that he convert, not that he go to church, not this, not all the things she could have asked, but that he go on a pilgrimage. Okay. Hmm. And he said, so I set out to look, and I found this one. And so there's you know, wow. hundred stories oh, like that. Oh, yes, wow. of course. You gave me chills. Wow. Yeah. God is good. Yeah, God, God is very good. <laughs> and, you know, and then for us, I mean, what we do is simple logistics, and, I mean, we have an amazing team, yeah. but our part is so small. And you, you realize that too, you know, mm -hmm. it's really, it, it sounds cheap, but it's all God's grace. Mm -hmm. It just is. We know that. <laughs> God is into logistics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, yes, he he's order. He's the God of order, yeah. right? Pulled mm -hmm. a number of Hail Marys for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we it's were blown good. away when we were in Italy. Like I planned, you know, 75 pilgrimages over my time. And like this one, wow. I mean, to live Praise it, God. to go through it. Um, the conversion of people, the, the God incidences that have mm -hmm. happened over the trip. I mean, when you put yourself right there before Jesus, before yeah. his saints in these holy places, 
and you just step back and like, what is God going to do? And we don't know. Yeah. It's out of our yeah. control, which is a beautiful thing because God can take over. So we're very grateful to Corporate Travel. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for your kindness. It was a, God, it's such a great pleasure to serve you. I mean, mm. what a spirit of joy and, you know, you just had the pilgrim's hearts. And the oh. and leaders always set the tone. Mm. And so it was not surprising to us that the pilgrims had that same spirit of joy, mm. gratitude. Mm. And, you know, again, we were humbled and that, really grateful to serve. That didn't strike me until this morning, actually, at mm. breakfast, that mm. very thought mm. that, uh, because I don't want to take any credit. I'm kind of a big deal. For the, <clears throat> you guys did all the work. I mean, it, Tony did a lot of work, Joe did a lot of work, and I'm just thinking, like, what in the world? I mean, on the pilgrimage, you know, we're helping people uh, yeah. get to, from one place to the next and so forth, helping with luggage, you know, here and there, loading up the bus, and, uh, but that very point just struck me. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm losing my thought pattern here, but... Uh, the train has left the station. It's, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does that. Uh, but it was, in fact, and I think it was the gentleman, Jeff, that we met, who we've never met before here in Michigan. Hey, Rome boys, oh, yeah. we know you guys, we want yeah. your videos. And, you know, we're 1,200 oh, miles sorry. away from home right now. Uh, but so cool. it, it dawned on me that... It does matter who is leading that pilgrimage oh, because, mm -hmm. you know, if you have some folks that are, uh, I don't mean this in an, any ugly way, but when you're on a pilgrimage, it's not necessarily about uh, the finer things of life. While you may get to experience that, it's about your experience with God. Yeah, conversion. And that, that's our goal. Mm -hmm. And the invitation, I think, uh, would be what I would say and encourage anyone uh, <clears throat> to, because of your story that you just shared about this pilgrim, his wife invited him, yeah. and mm -hmm. she had passed away, yeah. and he was still, that, yeah. that question still hung in his heart. Yeah. And uh, it's the question, you know, that Jesus asks us all the time. Yeah. Am I the Lord of yeah. your life or not? Mm -hmm. yeah. And just inviting, we did a, yeah, a yeah. talk uh, at our parish cluster for our Advent mission, and it, our encouragement was invitation. Yeah. So uh, not to just try to create a segue here, but I mean, really, what, you know, the Good News Cruise is coming up. Yeah. And wow, nice segue. <laughs> you know, we'd <laughs> like to invite you to the Good News Cruise. Yeah. Tell it, us more about it. Yeah. Ah, the Good How did News it start? Cruise. I mean, yeah, this is one of a kind. Is there any other Catholic cruises? I'm aware of. Yeah. I, I know there've been a few through the years, but um, yeah, it's I, I really again you sort of see the Holy Spirit kind of weaving and working, and we've had the privilege of my father-in-law, who, as I said earlier, tying it to him. Uh, going overseas by steam, loved ships, and really, he's a mechanical mind, really bright man. And he was in that transition where, what do you do with these steamships? Well, that was the, the dawn of the cruise industry, mm. you know, cruising uh, to nowhere, basically. And mm. then it became a whole thing. That was in the late 60s. So, uh, you know, my wife was on her first cruise ship at six months old in, mm. the, you know, 1970. And yeah, so wow. That, the Song of Norway. Um, and <laughs> yeah. That was a whole new way of looking at what do you do with a ship, you know? Oh, they're just yeah. going to go from Caribbean island to Caribbean island and then Alaska and then the Baltics mm -hmm. and Europe, you know, and now there's no yeah. end. Now they're cruising right here in the Great Lakes. So yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's a great way to see places. So he was kind of part of that and through that he started organizing music cruises hmm. and he would partially charter a ship, developed a partnership with Grand Ole Opry. Hmm. They were great uh, partners for yeah. about 20 years. And then they sold some of their marketing channels and it wrote it for a few more years. And, and then at about the same time, uh, an organization uh, called Star Vista Live, that was an entity of Time Life, 
their CDs, and that was kind of, you know, what, what's the future hold for CDs and DVDs? Yeah, they right. said, we'd like to get into live entertainment, and Grand Ole Opry had suggested they contact us. Oh. So we kind of have been a you know, great partner with them to charter these eight cruises a year that are music theme, you know, uh, country, 60s, 70s. And you'll still you, do those. Still, still do those, yeah, they're fantastic, and you bring talent on from the those years. Star Vista Live has these great contacts and connections, and then you know the phone rings here at our offices in Detroit. So through that, learned that there's a lot of other charter cruises that would you know to us not be uh, not living our mission of building yeah. culture. Edifying. And you know what can you do? You can you know go into a dark place and say, oh, the world's going <laughs> to hell in a handbasket, and yeah. it's it's all bad. Or you can say, well, okay, but what are people who are able to do something doing? You mm -hmm. know, we all have our mm -hmm. gifts, and mm -hmm. how are we applying those to bring good opportunities to people? So I said, I think, you know, we should really think about a cruise for people of faith, Catholic yeah, faith. Great. And we had done a few of these marriage cruises ad hoc years earlier. They were very successful in the sense that people gave us tremendous feedback. Mm -hmm. So we said, well, let's let's just brand it. You know, really get some great um, speakers, and and off we were running. You know, this was in about 2018, okay. and we launched our first Good News cruise just in time for the pandemic. <laughs> I didn't even see it come. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, another great blessing is the the great priest who you met uh, yesterday, mm -hmm. Father Joe Krupp. Yes, and he awesome. <laughs> is. You know, he's brilliant, holy. And a lot of fun. Oh, and yeah. really funny. He is so full of crap. Oh my God. He, is, he is full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> a writer for a major uh, television network, you know, and to have that talent and to bring it into his faith. and Yeah, it's uh, the same concept. You know, yes. okay, God's given me, I mean, he clearly has a gift, you know. Yeah. That, that, that's, that is a certain kind of genius, you know, mm -hmm. to be able to be that quick and yes. that funny and clean. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, of course. Yeah. So again, we kind of deconstructed, why does this work so well? And you know, I think we talked about it yesterday, but the basic is we have a lot of fun. Mm. We have a lot of joy on mm. this cruise. And that's, you know, sine qua non. You've got to start there. Mm. I mean, you're on a cruise, right? Yeah. We're not coming to be sober or somber. Yeah. But I think, you know, there's perceptions sometimes of people of faith or, you know, I'm, sure. I'm you know, all of us think I'm not good enough. I'm not in that category. Yeah. And, and, and the reality is when you go on this cruise, you realize, oh, I get it. None of us mm. are in that category. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it doesn't matter if you're on a podcast, if you're doing yeah. pilgrimage. It doesn't matter if you're going to Mass. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We're all in that boat, yeah. right? We're not holy enough. We're not, we need that yeah. daily conversion. And I think yeah. that puts people at ease and just yeah. says, oh, you got that? Oh, that person got up? You know, yeah. they're brave enough to talk about it? Mm. Wow. But it starts with the joy because emotion, again, is one of those things like being off balance that makes your heart supple. You're like, oh, I can emote. I can laugh, you know? <laughs> and then the next thing you know, and we got a speaker, you know, a Father John Ricardo, a Father Mike Schmitz, yeah. Dr. Scott Hahn, mm. and they're going right there, yeah, you know, straight to the heart, straight to the heart. But the heart's a little more open. Mm -hmm. and, mm. and so, you know, God does profound things. I mean, you know, wherever the state of the marriage is, if it's great, hey, you've just been fine-tuned, you've just had a great week together. If you're in a rough patch or mm. you're coming through one or out of one or going into one, whatever, yeah. it, wherever you are, mm. you know, it's up and down, right? Sure. What time is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to improve, though. Yeah, but it's going to improve, and mm. you're on that trajectory. So that, you know, again, you have the sacraments, we have the confession, we have mm. the daily mass. Um, and that community aspect. Talk. Oh, my goodness. And the community aspect. 
second so entertainment. We have music. We have Father, uh, not Father, we have Jeremy McClellan, who's mm. a uh, Catholic comedian, so mm. funny. I yeah. mean, he just will set you on your heels. Mm. Um, so it's a great it, week. Yeah. And, you know, as you've mentioned, like, we're kind of critical of our own people of faith, right? Like, ah, it's kind of funny, but no, apparently he's oh, hilarious. Oh, yeah, no, he's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean. That's yeah. great. I yeah. love it. Yeah. He really is. And, it, you know, it's part of the theme because you have Dr. Ray Garendi, you know, yeah. Teresa Tamio. We okay. have. We're going to uh, be laughing a lot. Laughing and crying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you're, you know. Because the Italians. <laughs> in Archbishop, this year, Archbishop Nauman. Uh, yeah. Michael and Alicia Hernan, mm -hmm. the Bullmans. Yeah, uh, Al Cresta. Al Cresta. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah. yeah, Bishop Joe Coffey is joining us. Yeah, that's okay. great. Then Pre Father Mike Schmitz. I don't know if you yeah. heard of Father Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. a yeah. yeah. big name. Daily. It's not like a podcast or something? Yeah. I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe you can tell us. <laughs> Number one podcast in the world yeah. of all genres. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, Melissa and I... Uh, are in our 15th year of marriage and so we'll be joining on the cruise thanks yeah, yeah like in our 20th yeah wow. in the you'll 20. be going into 20 we'll be yeah. going into 20 so awesome. some milestones you know think about like we we all want to strengthen our marriage uh and so a lot of times we'll have a vacation and they're i mean we'll go to mass while we're on vacation especially you know you're on tropical island you get to go to an open air church or something it's neat to experience eastern right you know these other yeah. other opportunities on a secular vacation uh and so we thought, like, because we just came off a pilgrimage, yeah. uh, is this a pilgrimage? And it really is for your marriage because, you know, people will put their money where their mouth is when it comes to supporting the marriage, but they'll go on a vacation and just spend time together, which is great. But now you're going to get poured into, you're going to get Eucharist every yeah. day, you know, the sacraments. It's like a retreat. Yeah. Oh, and, and, yeah. and you use the key word, maybe unwittingly, but vacation. And Pope yeah. Benedict talked about this, that... A vacation is to vacate from. Mm. Uh, so a pilgrimage mm. or retreat is to journey toward. Uh, and that's toward God. Yes. So that's what that's the difference is that's you're not trying to get away. I mean, yeah. va vacate is just to get away. Yeah. You know, yeah. and where are you going though? Yeah, yeah. you're going somewhere, but yeah, what you know, are you going into a dark place? I mean, there's all kinds of things you can go to, and you know, we know all those cruises that exist. We know all the things you can do, yeah. and and it can just be nothingness. Well, the word amuse, to be amused, means to be without thought. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I love the concept of what Same you're thing saying. as vacate. Oh, yes. Man, I'm amused all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just with yourself. <laughs> you are amusing. That's <laughs> uh, great. Now, we've done parish missions in churches, but we've kind of been moving more to parish halls and just having, hanging out, relax, have a beer, whatever else. And I think that's the same concept with this. Everybody's a little bit more relaxed, more open to talk about the faith. Yeah. They're surrounded with people they trust and more open to discuss whatever's going on, you know. Yeah. Not and intimidated. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's you a beautiful be concept. You have to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the cruise is coming up. When's the deadline? When, when and when is the cruise? So the cruise is uh, January 2024, January 26. www. 27. <laughs> Look at the sign. Yeah, January 27. <laughs> yeah. www. Goodnewscruise.com. And we do have a few cabins left. We're getting closer and closer to sell out, awesome. and we have sold out every year. And that usually happens, you know, mid to late summer. So. Okay. okay. Yeah. So don't wait. Don't, to don't wait. You gotta be there. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget in the promo code, type in RB. Bro, boys, RB. Yes. RB. <laughs> and you get on our package. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have graciously put together. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be special. Yeah, it includes the pre-night with Dr. Scott Hobbs. Yeah. Some time, kind of work some time in with the Rum Boys on board. 
That'd be great. Which I can now testify is a lot of fun. Oh, very, <laughs> very edifying. For me, me personally. Yeah, yeah. Yes, no. no, it's been great, really great to have you all here. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thanks for the invitation. Thank you for having us. Yeah, and just yeah. the, the hospitality has been yeah. over the, out of the ballpark. Well, yeah. that's, that's what we try to do, you know? You, you do uh, a great job. Well, thank you. We're impressed you with the Catholicity of Michigan. Yes, yes, yes. We have, I mean, we've got great, I mean, just down the street, Ann Arbor is the University of Michigan, mm -hmm. which is, that goes one direction, yeah. <laughs> my alma mater. Yeah. But, yeah. but right there also, you know, uh, you throw a stone from the campus is Ave Maria Radio. Yeah. Where, you know, all so much of the Catholic content yes. for uh, Sirius XM comes from Teresa Tamio, mm -hmm. Al Cresta, yes. Father John Ricardo, yes. uh, the Pop Checks, Dr. Mm -hmm. Ray Grundy. Mm -hmm. yep. um, you've got Renewal Ministries, mm -hmm. you know, Peter Herbeck and Ralph Martin, who started really the charismatic renewal. Yeah. I mean, Tom Monahan started Legatus. Mm -hmm. You have the Dominican yes. Sisters Mary, Mother of the Eucharist. Yeah. Cardinal O'Connor formed them in 1997. The four foundresses are right here. And now you know, over 200 sisters, average age like 30, Whew. joyful, charismatic teaching. Uh, yeah. You can, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we have, we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're here, and we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, and you'll, we have our own Father Solanus Casey mm -hmm. in downtown Detroit, beatified in 2017. Yeah. And uh, can I tell you a story, a little bit of please? please. Father Solanus yeah. Casey, maybe because oh, we're, oh, we're going to go please. visit. So, sure. so uh, Father Solanus, born in the 1800s, one of, I believe, 14 kids, wow. Wisconsin, their family settled out in Oregon. He um, went first to a German seminary where he had to know German, mm -hmm. and he just didn't have that gift, so he wasn't able to complete. So then he joined um, uh, the Franciscans, hmm. and he kind of struggled also to get through seminary, and they yeah. ordained him a simplex priest, which meant that he had certain restrictions. Um, around he couldn't preach publicly mm. and kind of humbling, humiliating. Yeah. And when he arrived in Detroit on Christmas Eve in the early 1900s, they asked him to be the porter, okay. the doorman. Mm -hmm. Well, God <laughs> in all his designs, and that's one of his sayings, is, you know, give thanks to God in all his designs. Um, he had access to the people, like directly. <laughs> mm. You know, I mean, he was with the people. Yeah. And, I mean, Soon, people were flocking to him. Yeah. Had the gift of healing. Mm. I mean, uh, many, many situations. Mm. In fact, you'll see Chevrolet, the car company, was mm. credited as being saved because of his prayer wow. and during the um, the Great Depression. Mm. And yeah, so that's a very simple um, overview of his life. But it was in his obedience and in his humility that God literally brought. The, the, one of the shiniest stars to ever mm -hmm. ever be in Michigan, in my mind, and yeah. maybe in the United States. And, you know, how much more is that a lesson for all of us? Is that when, you know, today, you know, w we often feel humbled or humiliated, um, denigrated in any way. And what do we do? You know, most you take to disparaging someone, you take mm. to social media, mm -hmm. and it's this escalation. Instead of allowing God to work in that, you know, that might be just mm -hmm. what you needed. Mm -hmm. um, and he's just a great role model for me that, you mm -hmm. know, and in, in, in hospitality, it, you're serving people. Yeah. So you're, you're trying your best, things, you yeah. miss the mark, <laughs> um, things beyond your control, a whole, whole range of things. So sometimes you get in back, you get feedback that isn't what you want to hear. Yeah. And it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. But I think of, you know, often a Father Solanus and say, gosh, okay. Whether, whether I did that wrong or not, I've done many things wrong. So yeah. let me just let settle into that and accept mm -hmm. it 
and see what God can do. Now that sounds great in practice, you know, yeah, theory, sure, but yeah, you know, sure, it's, sure. I'm saying not saying that's how it practices. But for me, he's an amazing man of hospitality, mm. of obedience, and you know, even in our church today, we have a lot of folks who aren't willing to be obedient mm. and just see yeah. how things play out. If they even if you've been you know wronged in some way. Allow God to, you know, to my mind, work through that. Mm-hmm. And that's a major challenge, what you're posing, and yeah. I agree. And it's what well, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. It's yeah. simply the truth. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of situations where you come across like, okay, what did you want me to learn from that? Mm-hmm. Why did you? It blows my mind whenever I meet somebody in a narrow road and I have to pull over and stop <laughs> and let them go by because they left at a certain time. Yeah. I left at a certain time, and we met at yeah, this exact cross. moment at this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Past this, just, that just blows my mind. You just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But why? Yeah. Is the other thing that blows your mind. Yeah. Okay, what was I prevented from doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had I was coming out of my driveway one day, and I stopped at the stop sign, and there was a skunk in the middle of the road, <laughs> and I was already late for uh-huh. where I was going. And I'm sitting there, what do I do? I don't want to get sprayed. I don't want my truck to smell like a skunk all day long. And I had to wait for it to just go on by. <laughs> Thank what you, was Lord. God prevented yeah. me from doing yeah. or getting to or just passing or what? Time to yeah. pause and the, pray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the point of that? But it's the humility the, and the, the intentionality of like looking at that and saying, of a skunk you know, in the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, a skunk. I mean, yeah. I'm literally <laughs> prevented from my most important yeah. Things that I'm supposed to do yes. by a skunk, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 God is probably saying, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's lots of things. There's lots of skunks. Yeah. There's lots of skunks in the road. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. So we, I, you know, to the extent that we can, you know, allow. I think our church and our world would be a much better place if we could just um, have that witness mm. and then see what glory God can do from yeah. our acts of obedience and humility. Because um, that's not what the world teaches right now. Right, yeah. right. It, and the church is a huge ship. You know, to, to turn that ship any other direction takes years. Mm-hmm. You know, we look at councils over the, over the decades mm-hmm. and the centuries. I mean, after a council's been uh, commissioned and, you know, the church is to carry it out, it's, you know, it takes 100 years for it to ever take effect. Yeah. So, I mean, we have to be patient. We have yeah. to be mm-hmm. obedient. Well, last night even, it was beautiful, um, Monsignor at Mass mm. uh, talked about, uh, or no, it was Father Joe. It was Father Joe, I think, talking about the Nicene Creed. That's what, I'm sorry. Yeah. I would listen to Father Joe's um, homily at mm. his 25th ordination. Uh, sorry, yes. I'd listened to it the day before. And in, in uh, his homily, he talked about the Nicene Creed and how at the end of you know, 300 years, now Christianity is permitted to be practiced yeah now you have but what is everybody practicing mm-hmm. and right. so we got to bring people together and it yeah. was a course of seven years and you think well on one hand oh, seven years you know 1700 years ago what's that but i think well no seven years is seven years mm-hmm. seven yeah. years mm-hmm. is a long time mm-hmm. that's a lot of deliberation that's i'm sure not everyone came to the table with the same idea yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but, a lot of back and forth but the holy spirit provided and I think today we don't reflect on that when you know we have these factions and these different views in the church and um, truth is truth, but we have to trust the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know. Well, think about a president of a country like the United States. I mean, they're there for years, uh, and oftentimes they're you know they they get a second term. That's eight years. But you know we're talking about uh, seven years. The church actually made it. They you know yeah. they, they they did it in seven years. 
Um, yeah, that, it, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but that leader, glacial speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that leader, you know, uh, possibly couldn't get their projects across the finish line, and yeah. uh, but but still, it, it, I guess what I'm the reason I'm referencing it is because that's a long period of time. I mean, that's their entire presidential career, right? Uh, <clears throat> and yeah. so, seven years is a long time. A lot of things, and the Holy Spirit, you know, is always there. Guiding the church, and that's what we gotta pray for too. Absolutely, in our own lives, and in the life of the church, and in the lives of our brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, everybody that goes on these trips and cruises. We pray for them. Yeah, we do a fifty-four day novena for everyone attending uh, the Good News cruise. Okay, awesome for the speakers, the attendees. That God bless. Because again, I'm. I say this, and it sounds like you know. I'm, I'm trying to be modest for, I mean, I, this is the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It right. isn't us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our team works hard and we do what we can do, but you know, you can line yeah. up everything perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the Holy Spirit's not there, it's, it's a dud. Yeah, yeah. People aren't open. The food may have been all right and the room may have been nice, but in the end of the day, it affects your soul. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we really ask the Holy Spirit. We, we bless the, the rooms, you know, with holy water. Mm. Oh, yeah. We're kind of intentional about everything oh, yeah. that, that we do. things that nobody really takes for granted. Yeah. And I'm sure it has an impact right? on all the other guests that are not part oh, of yeah. the of cruise or the pilgrimage. Right. I mean, everybody sees there's that witness, witness, that glow, yeah. that light. That's, that's another fruit of the pilgrimage mm. over the years. We've had um, guides convert to Catholicism. Wow. Um, people who have been witnessed to by our team. Yeah. Or not our team, well, our team as well, but our pilgrims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going over and over and over again to you know Turkey, Greece, Russia, mm-hmm. um, wow. uh, Italy. I can think of all those places where we've had profound conversions mm-hmm. of the people that we've worked with there mm-hmm. because of the pilgrims. Yeah, you know, and they see the joy and the faith, and you know they have their own reference point. And when you compare it. So we're always witnesses. Yes, it's I, true. Peter, always. Every Peter Craig talks about, you know, we're not going anywhere, and it's a represent, re, representation of the Catholic faith. You know, just being there, being present, people seeing us, uh, people seeing us. I, I've been thinking about that quite a bit. Like, there's going to be all these other people on the ship, right? But they're going to see us, and they we do. don't have to say a word. Right. Uh, but Peter Crave says, uh, you know, the, the church is the iron ball in the pit of the world's stomach. We cannot be assimilated. We cannot be disseminated. We're just there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not wow. going away. I don't remember eating that. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it, it puts a tremendous responsibility. I mean, when you're at the airport, when your flight is late, when you don't get the seat you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, saying for a friend. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. travel a lot. Yeah. You guys, yeah. Yeah, it's you know, to happen. Well, I'm you sure as soon as we get going, yeah, here we go. Yeah. The pilgrimage is getting started, guys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Behind the scenes, right? Yeah. yeah. But but in our everyday lives, you know, to our kids, to our wives, you yes. know, there's always those opportunities to mm-hmm. choose a for path. Grace. What road did I go mm-hmm. down? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for us, uh, choosing to join you guys at Corporate Travel and the Good News Cruise, there's a lot of credibility from the folks that have gone before us yeah, as yeah, if yeah, we're yeah. walking, you know, we're, we're carrying a torch of some sort, yeah. but, you know, well, I mean, you Father Mike Schmitz and, you know, uh, all these folks. Steve yeah, Ray, I mean, Teresa Tommy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> We've been, I mean, and they've had a profound effect on us, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I've been so grateful, you know, for friendship and the witness of Teresa and her husband, Deacon Dominic. I mean, mm-hmm. they're like, like some of our closest friends. Um, Steve and Janet Ray, I mean, Steve has, I mean, I know he's coming to Texas, but mm-hmm. I mean, right. 
Steve is just so real. He's so honest. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and he has this, you know, real charisma, this real gift mm, yeah. to bring complicated things without dumbing them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just for, for like real people. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. who John. haven't <laughs> his studied book on the coin Yeah, right. His book on John is this thick. Uh, it's a, one of his older writings, uh, Steve Ray. And it's awesome. Well, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's mind-blowing. He's writing now. And yeah, so we've had that, you know, great, great opportunity to serve so many people. And, um, you know, you, you don't get it right every time. You try. It's, uh, there's a lot, there are a lot of variables, <laughs> a lot of people we have to count on, um, you know, airlines, mm-hmm. you name it. And things can and do go wrong. And, you know, you you just continue to pray. And Sounds uh, like farming. Continue to serve. Sounds like life. Sounds like life. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's funny. I, I went to a lunch where I was supposed to introduce two men who had been you know, profoundly influential in my life. And, and I, I got stuck in the car in the parking lot with an upset client about, you know, who knows what. And, you know, it just sort of like oh, kind of kills the mood. I'm like really excited that these two you yeah. know, older men can come together and... And, you know, so I come in like 15 minutes late, they're already into lunch, and, you know, I've been texting them, and, and you know, I sat down and, you know, exasperated, and really not in good form at all, mm-hmm. and, and I started to say, I, like, the reason why, and I just went, oh, our business is just so hard, and they both looked at me and just laughed, and they said, John. Get out! Of, get over yourself. Yeah. Every business is so hard. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. And I'll never forget that moment of like, yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. called me on. I just didn't handle it well. Sure. <laughs> you know, Welcome it's true. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no, and, you know, there's slaw for eight years. I know. Yeah, there's no, there are no cakewalks. Yeah, yeah. So, and you got to kind of embrace them. You know, yeah, you yeah. just got to, to the best of our ability, and, and really, and only through God's grace, is yeah, just say, yeah. okay, you're giving me this. He's our strength. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he is our strength. What, what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. I always find myself saying like that you just painted a very good picture for me because, you know, the last couple of days I've been going through some challenges at work, but I know when I can slap myself in the face with a comment <laughs> that humbles me, and that is uh, when I say to myself and I want to say to somebody else because I want to express what I'm going through when I say, uh, you, you just don't understand yeah. And that's what I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah. You understand uh-huh. why am I diminishing, yeah. you know, yeah. everyone around me. Yeah, so, Well, it's that my grandma taught me that years ago was um, somebody who had passed away, I think lost a child. And she said, I know, I know, I'm so sorry. And she said, you don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and really, you know, set her back. And I always think about that. You know, it's funny, as you get older, you wonder, like, you have a million memories, and only certain ones stick, and mm. so I always go back and think and kind of pray about, like, why do I remember that? Yeah. It's like eight years old, things. you know? And tough times are just certain, like, snippets of advice. There's a lot yep. that you forget, but, you know, I kind of remember that, and I've always carried it with me, and, and careful in your vernacular, even when you say, you know, someone going through a tough time, I, I said, you say, I can't imagine. Yeah. And, and, I, and you really mean it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you don't know what that is like you don't you're not in that person's world or shoes and so often when people come at you instead of toward you (laughs) you don't know all that they've been through that day that week Mm -hmm. that life um and and you know we have to ask for god's mercy for ourselves too because we bring all that with us (laughs) first advice my dad ever gave me when i when i met him was that very point Mm -hmm. i made a, a flippant comment when we were in his truck and about someone passing on the road and uh, he just looked at me and he said, son, 
you have no idea what they're going through. Mm. And yeah. I was just like, oh. and I yearned and wanted it and needed it so much. It just, it warmed my heart mm. so much mm. uh, because it's the first advice my dad ever mm. gave me. Mm. Mentoring. Yeah. Yes. We all need that. Yeah, absolutely. For our whole lives. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, guys. So you don't know of, of all the skunks in the road that are going to keep you from the from the pilgrimage from the Good News Cruise. Don't let the skunks in the road keep you from, <laughs> off the boat. Get on the boat. Sign up. Sign up today. What was Good, the website again? Goodnewscruise.com. Mm -hmm. Promo code RB. So in the meantime, be bold. Be real. Be Catholic. Be Catholic. God, God bless. bless.